If you enjoy Our Sinclair and want to support the show, please visit our page at patreon.com slash Our Sinclair. Hi everybody, welcome to Our Sinclair. I'm John. I'm Aaron. And today we're going to be talking about hypersports. Yeah. Now Aaron, last week I asked the community question... Did anyone ever use their spectrums to aid in role-playing? Mm. Okay? Yeah. So um, we had lots of people that played role-playing type games on the Spectrum. But uh, Carl Cross, over on the Spectrum for Everyone Facebook group, mm-hmm. he says, uh, not so much role-playing, but I remember a nice board game hybrid by Mike Singleton that appeared as a type-in program. The Spectrum tracked your resources and the board your location. So we're, we love those hybrids. You yeah, know? just like the O2, right? Right, O2. right. Uh, Quest for the Rings. That was really the only one that I think that we successfully played. Well, those We've, other ones were complex, yeah, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. So, we're, not, we're not done yet. We'll be back. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, But thank you all of you that, that responded to, to that question. Um, and then we did get just a little bit of feedback. Uh, this is, um, I posted a picture of um, my our really humble spectrum collection as you see it over there on the shelf over there humble but growing yes right and uh rostilov rehak uh responded with this little ditty spectrum heaven west virginia marble madness crystal castles Tapes are old, they're older than the discs, younger than the mountains, loading with the squeeze, spectrum loads at my home, in the place where I belong, West Virginia, ZX mania, at my home, where spectrum loads. Very good. Anything about that? Ooh, huh? yeah. What was the spell's name This again? was Ro- Rostislav Rehak. He's probably from West Virginia. I'd say, I think I think I went to school with that guy. Yeah, yeah. So, lot, he's one of the rehawks about Coon Creek. <laughs> right. So thank you. That was awesome. Thank you very much. That awesome. was awesome. It was a great, Love great team. All right, Aaron. This week we're going to be talking about hypersports, which, as uh, most of us know, is a multi sort of sequel to track and field, a multi event game. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you before we get into this thing, what is your experience with track and field in your own life? I love me some track and field. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I remember when it first came out. It's such a great game. I mean, I, Konami, they are they're a smart bunch, and they knew what they were doing. And this was a this was a game. I, I don't think I ever played a game like it. And I think this ushered in that era of uh, of that sort of. The, the, they made the concept basically of that sort of of control for a game like that, and of course, the, if you've played the arcade, both these games stop right there. Yeah, you're not answering my question because I did not phrase it correctly. Well, I had more, but go ahead. I want you to tell me about your experience with track and field in real life. <laughs> oh, 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 well, that's quick. None. Okay. I will so say you were, when you, I was in gym, mm-hmm. they made us run. Now. Uh, I was a smaller boy at that time than I am now, but I was still a pretty good-sized dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hated those days. I mean, I, I hated them. I hated running on the track. So the extent of my track and field was lumbering, sweaty, and half-dead, dragging myself across the finish line right before the bell rang, just barely getting on <laughs> the wire. Now, there had been talk of me doing shot put, mm-hmm. but then they saw me do the shot put. Mm-hmm. 
And so they. So you actually attempted. To, well, you, you threw the, the the shot. They knew there was going to be a problem when I had trouble lifting the rosin bag. <laughs> they put it on. That was like this might not work, you know. So that was that. That's pretty much the extent of my track and field. The the actual events. They and yourself. Um, I did not run a track and field, and I much like you dreaded the days of running in in gym. Uh, I remember running the mile and and just being being totally dead. Uh, and when I say running the mile, I mean running until I felt tired and then walking the rest of the way, which is my normal move. Um, but I I never even entertained any notion of doing any track events. I don't know that I would be good at any of them. Um, you know, they, I'm trying to think of one because I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not strong to throw the shot. I'm not fast to do the, the track. I can't really leap to do the hurdles. Maybe if they brought back the javelin, I feel like I could throw a pretty mean javelin. What about skeet? You know, the well, the, it, you know, at Hurricane High School, there wasn't a lot of skeet shooting as part there's of their. There's tons of shooting. There's tons of guns. <laughs> well, there are tons of guns. And there's lots of beer cans you could toss up in the air. Yeah, yeah. I have you ever shot skeet before? Like, oh God, no. Are you kidding me? I have. I've only shot a few guns in my life. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I I've done some trap shooting before. Really? How'd you and do? I did horrible. It's very difficult. Uh, I did not shoot any of the, uh, the 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 targets that were thrown out. But I'll tell you the uh, the the. <laughs> The idea of skeet shooting is really cool, and I'm much, much better at it in video game form. I'm glad to hear that you hated running, because I'm not the only one. And um, when I ended up doing the 10K, I did that, that for my brief, that there's a window in my life where I was in the best shape I ever was, and I ran that thing, the nightmares. And as I got done, um, I thought to myself, you're an idiot, and anyone that does this got to be out of their minds. And now look at Folds. Uh, on our Discord, who runs 400 million miles. He just, it's just, it's a marathon a day. He's a maniac. And so I was like, how can you get in shape like that? It's amazing. It is. It is amazing. It is. Um, So anyway, now you can resume your track and field video game store. Outstanding. So anyway, track and field, never seen anything like it. It it did bring forth that sort of... uh, uh, buttons to move type thing. It worked, and it worked well. Is that the first game you could think of that had that sort of back and forth uh, type motion? Well, I'm the... going to think because uh, Track and Field came out in 83. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think that of when uh, Decathlon came out in the Atari. It was because it would be close. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, it uses the waggle system, not the button. Right. But I did have, I used to have a, a track and field controller for my 2600 that mm-hmm. had two buttons for running and one for Yeah, I, I believe that that was actually packaged with the 8-bit version of track and field. I wish I hadn't sold that in retrospect. It's a really I, cool yeah. controller. Uh, but um, I actually played a track and field uh, one time at a local arcade that they had replaced the buttons with a trackball. That was really? awesome. You could really get great scores on that. And then one, another thing Track and Field was real famous for was uh, gimmicks to hit the buttons faster. Pencil mm-hmm. was one, and there was other things. Um, How did the trackball work? Huh, oh, huh, wow. Like that. You just, so you, you just, you just like a continuous momentum of the have ball. You ever, have you ever pinched your skin between the trackball and the panel? You know, my, it's, the, it's bad time. The first arcade game I ever owned was Golden Tee. Golden Tee oh, 97. That's the, and when I do that run up to... Yeah, and you just, catch, a, yeah, catch, a, oh, catch the heel of your... Yeah. yeah, a pain like no other. But I, So I love me some track and field, and, 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 and coincidentally, my brother, is who, who, who is no good... Uh, is tremendous at the at games that involve hitting buttons rapidly. So it's kind of depressing to play these games because he's so good at them, but they are fun. And so 
Uh, when we saw Hypersports come out in the arcade, we were very excited because we'd been such big fans of track and field. Uh, and it came out in, in 84, mm -hmm. and it was more of the same, you know, basically. Now, I didn't like Hypersports as much as track and field, but part of it's because I was used to track and field, part, part, part was I was good at track and field. I've never been great at Hypersports. I've been okay. Uh, and uh, uh, but it, I think it was pretty successful. In fact, I, I read that they had just released a uh, in the last couple of years they've released like a new updated version of, of the track and field games for the modern console, which is kind of cool uh, or arcade. Uh, and so the people still dig them. You still hear people talk about track and field oh, quite yeah. a bit. You know, not so much hyper sports, but still it's basically. The same I got to be honest with you, I'd never heard of hyper sports before really? we did this. Yeah, and I know quite a few arcade games. Never heard of this one. Uh, what where I remember about it is that the the cad that was like black and I think it was black and orange checkerboard or something weird, and the, and the marquee like that too. And it, it, it's a, it was uh, it was weird looking. You know? It's interesting too because you rarely see, at least I rarely see, track and field machines at classic arcades. Um, I think I might have seen one or two in my life. Uh, the beat all to hell. <laughs> yeah, it's, and maybe it's just because they take so much damage, but it's definitely not up there in the the echelon of you know Miss Pac-Man or Gallagher or something oh, like that. No, you're absolutely that's absolutely correct. Uh, but uh, you know we're both big fans of the games mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, summer and, games, California games. And again, I, I'm not. I can't tell you the exact date uh, that Decathlon was released. That David Crane's Decathlon for the 2600, but. Uh, uh, that, that's a very similar game that I enjoyed, mm -hmm. uh, and so it's those games are fun. It's the athletic, especially because I'm an athletic bum. That might be part of it, but it's fun. You can have all, all your buddies play together, and you've got your world records and stuff. So they've always enjoyed it. So when this popped up, I was very excited. Yeah, uh, because I'm a, I was a big fan of the of the other version. Um, this, of course, Hypersports arcade game for, uh, was made by Konami. It came from Japan. Uh, the uh, Japanese name of it's Hyper Olympic '84. Oh, so I like you, that. That gives you an idea of. It's uh, a good good on them for releasing it in '84, an Olympic year. Yeah, well, for some people, <laughs> because that was that was was a, that the year that Moscow was, that was not the part year of the. That uh, was, well, you got to think the, the, there was a two, the, we had boycotted one Olympics right. and they boycotted the That's other. That's true. One. Yeah. So although so that is the year time. that West Virginia's Mary Lou Retton That's took right. the gold. It was in gold. L.A. Right. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Is that the one where that's not the one where Ali lit the torch? Is it? I think it is. I yeah, think it was. man, yeah. that was so moving. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget that. That Randy Newman song, "I Love L.A." I hate that song. <laughs> really? Here's another guy who big can't nasty sing. redhead at yeah. my side. What a weird looking guy Randy Newman is. He's not normal like us. He's a mutant of some sort. So let's talk about the ZX Spectrum. Oh, sorry, the ZX Spectrum. I'm going to try to you. correct myself. I know people that drives them nuts. Uh, now. Given our uh, knowledge of the old Spectrum, I didn't know what but ported to where. You know, we don't know nothing. Mm -hmm. We literally don't know nothing. And so here this comes. So th uh, this got released on a lot of the old systems. By the way, there's a there's a, a SG-1000 version of this we have to look into sometimes. Oh, but, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, this came out in the Amstrad, the BBC Micro, the C64, which I've, I've, I've not played it, but I've heard it's excellent, MSX, and the Speccy. Um, if you've not played these games before, just to summarize briefly what you do is you play an Olympic athlete and you are tasked with going through these different events. And the way you go through them is for running, there are two run buttons and then there's a action button. Uh, so for most events, let's use swimming as examples. So that's the first event you play in hypersports. You will hit those buttons as fast as you can 
to move. They really should be called move buttons, not really run buttons because you're swimming. But you hit them both like as fast as you can, like you play the bongos, and then uh, something will happen that will require you to hit the action button. In the case of swimming, it will be you need to take a breath. So you'll hit these, hit these, hit these. The the cue will come up on the screen, and then you hit the action button, and then you get back to hitting those other buttons as quick as you can. Right. Uh, this is pretty much a rinse and repeat way you do it. Not, not every event, uh, but a lot of the events that involve running, that's how you, that's how you do it. And then the action button will throw a javelin or or uh, uh, breathe or whatnot. So I was interested what the, the specy could do and. Uh, after the loading, loading screen was good. I took about what about four minutes, three minutes to load, something like that. Yeah, I, I did most of my playing of this on the uh, on the Spectacular emulator for the save states. So uh-huh. I, yeah, yeah, which I did not have. I did not have that, unfortunately. But we actually we gave this a good whirl. We played this right after the show last mm-hmm. week on the actual Spectrum, which unfortunately has <laughs> we have a problem. I'm yes. talk about that at the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, so. What is in hypersports? You've got uh, you've got uh, several events here. You've got your swimming, right? Then you've got your skeet shooting. Uh, something simply known as the long horse. Mm-hmm. I've got a word for it, but I don't want to say it on this show. Uh, archery, the triple jump, and weightlifting. Now, some versions of this game, including the arcade, had a another event called the pole vault. Now. I can tell you that I didn't get far enough in this game to to see that, but from what I've read, it's not in the Z, the, mm. the specy version. Paul was so the weightlifting seems to be the last event. Um, this thing loads up; it gives you the choice of joystick or keyboard. It also lets you, thankfully, change your keyboard setup. Uh, this is one of the rare games, in my opinion, and we'll see what you think. But you probably the keyboard is probably the best way to go. In, in terms of your control, uh, uh, we, we use this. We use the joystick when we play the I last use the, one. I use the stick exclusively. Okay. Now, wh- why is that? Um, just because, you know, I really like my stick, and uh, what I would do actually is I would actually, especially with the weightlifting, because it was so brutal, is I would actually go back and forth. I would hold the, 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 the stick part of the stick and move my hand, you know, move the base of the stick, you know, for a while, and then I would switch off back yeah. and forth. Yeah. But I can see, you know, uh, I can see using, now using the rubber keys of the Spectrum itself, boy, that would be that would be rough on that, that, that system. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, we, uh, uh, yeah, you're right. But since I was emulating it, since I don't have a Specky, it was okay. What I set my keys to were uh, the uh, control button, I think it was, or shift, and M, and mm-hmm. the space bar as my action button. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, um, the uh, the game has only one player, which we noticed right away. That's a bummer. Um, the arcade, you can, you can have multiple players. Mm-hmm. and uh, But you can understand, I guess I can understand why it's only got one, uh, because you can't really play... Especially if you're playing two, can you imagine two people pounding on the spec? Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, they could be dead as a door. You know, I can I can forgive not having two players simultaneous, but there is no reason in the world why you couldn't do a hot seat multiplayer with this game and uh, and just have people go back and forth. You could, but I think people are not you since there are events in, in the arcade version that you play at the same time. It would be it would that would be different. Like you play swimming at the same time or. Uh, the running events, not pole vault, but you know, like in the first one, you do the sprint at the same time. So there, I don't. But I mean, could you do hot seat? Yes. So I agree with you on that. Um, so 
<clears throat> let's talk about let's talk about the uh, the events here, boat. Um, and we'll just go in order as they appear. And, I, and I'll tell you what I didn't get any further. Okay. okay. So the first event was swimming. Uh, you basically start with about five other swimmers, I think, and you get a whistle and you and then a gun. You take off and you're swimming. And you're hitting your buttons as fast as you can and waggling your joystick. Mm-hmm. And then you hit the action button to breathe. So I watched you do this the first time, and your guy drowned several times on the way to the... <laughs> I had a hard time breathing. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a pretty simple event. I mean, it is, it's, just, it's a lot like a sprint or, mm-hmm. or a hurdle. Yeah, it's, just, you know. it's, it's, it's like the full-on sprint of track and field with an extra task of having to breathe every so right, often. Right, right. And not knowing exactly when that, that moment is coming up. Right. Um, the next event was skeet shooting. Um, pretty simple once you figure out what's going on. Now, I did read an interesting um, cheat about this on the Specky version. And and I don't know if you read this, and I tried it, and I, I got triple perfects doing it. And that is every time you shoot, hit instead of just hitting your left or right run, in this event, you hit your left run button to shoot to the left, your right, your right run button to shoot to the right. Mm-hmm. Uh, to cheat, basically hit both of them every time. No. And what it does is it, the the skeet never shoots, it never gets faster. And so they just lob out there, and you can just go like brink, brink, mm. brink. And like I said, I triple perfect, which I've never done in the arcade, and even shot the duck at the end. I shot that thing every time. So I got the highest, I guess, the highest conceivable score. Wow. So that works. So if you're going to hit both every time, you can get the highest conceivable score. So that's sort of, I guess, we sort of broke that one, didn't we? <laughs> I didn't because I was using the joystick. Can't push left and right at the same time. Now let's talk about the long horse. Okay. This is a an event that's, I guess, it's like the vault and the gymnastic vault. Your guy takes off running. Now this is an event where you don't have to actually hit the buttons like a maniac. You just tap the run button and the guy will take off. Mm-hmm. All you have to worry about at first is the is the button, is the action button. You'll come upon the uh, uh, springboard. Your guy will kind of leap up there and you have to hit the button when you're on the springboard. And your guy will spring off. He'll do sort of a front flip towards the, the horse and then your hands will hit and then theoretically you're supposed to start smacking those run buttons as fast as you can to make your guy flip around. And then right before he hits the ground, you're going to hit like it's left on the on the joystick or left button, and hit the and hit the button to stick a landing. Okay, now that sounds complicated, and I thought it was. In fact, of all the times I played this, I only got past this a bit twice this week, and I'm I'm much better than this in the arcade. But I mean, it's still, it's not easy anywhere. This is a bizarre event. It is. Um, it's. I mean, now this is Mary Lou Redden's signature maneuver, so I felt like a bad West Virginian. For failing perpetually, right. the the way that this game works is uh, um, once you once you vault off the horse, um, you can you start flipping, okay? And you know you, the faster that you waggle, the faster you flip. And so um, if you get down to where you're at the ground, sometimes your guy will just keep flipping over and over and over at max speed. I do like the fact that <laughs> and, when he does that, he stands up and he's like, "Hi." Ah. <laughs> Like, right. like maybe it I can se- fool the judges. It seems like that should be an amazing trick that nets you a great judges score, but it's not. No, that is, that is a surefire way judge, to lose. That's a ten right yeah. there. Yeah. Something else we should mention is that the vaulter looks like a hippie. I mean, doesn't he look like a he hippie? Does. The vaulter and your your uh, your weightlifting guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they look like big old hippies. The thing about the vault that puzzled me. Okay, 
I could get the run up, obviously. I could get the ball down. And I read some helpers on this because I was getting frustrated. Because I even talked to you that night. I'm like, I can't get this. I'm going to look like a jerk. Hitting the hitting the action button at the end of the springboard will, is better because that gets you towards the end of the horse. Mm-hmm. The problem I had was when you hit that action button the second time coming off the horse, I never got any sort of air. My guy would just sort of... It was like me doing it. He just mm-hmm. sort of tumbled over like a doofus and then beached himself and then did the roll thing. Yeah, I wish I could tell you uh, how I passed it, but basically what I did was I tried this event, you know, four to 500 times. Yeah. And then the second that I did qualify, I hit the F2 button to save my state and I never went back. The funny thing is reading the help for this, it says like, the vault is an extremely easy event. You'll never have any trouble getting past it. And let me tell you what to do. I was just like, I wanted to strangle him yeah. right there. Are you kidding me? I right. can't get past it. So I'm glad you got further because I only got past it twice. And like, and I kid you not, I must have tried a million times this week. So after the long horse, you've got the archery event, which I was, I'm pretty good at this in the arcade, but I had trouble here. I, in fact, my games ended both of them this here. Is the, yeah, this is another one where I, because of that save state, I was eventually able to pass, but no way did I do it on my first try. Archery is one of those games. And in this one, you have sort of a, it's, it's a side view and uh, well, no, it's, 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 oh, it's, it's over an overhead the top, view. But it's also, it's not straight on. It's from the side. Well, no, it's an overhead view. It is an overhead view. I know, but I know what you're saying. But it, the, 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 and the, the thing move, well, the, uh, what do they call it? The, the maybe, here, the, maybe I should describe this. Yes, I'm, I'm struggling. <laughs> so you, if you can imagine looking down on a pitch, on the right-hand side, you have a target coming down on the right side, almost like it's on a track. That's, that's okay. what I mean. It's a side view. It's on it's on one side of the screen, and you're on the other. Yeah. yeah. And so you you have to time your arrow to release at just the right amount of time to hit the target. However, there's an additional complication. You have to hold down the button to set the correct angle. So not only do you have to release the arrow at the right time, you also have to uh, set the correct angle to get it to shoot hot or just you know right in the middle of the target yeah this is one that and i didn't have to get it enough times to do this but you sort of have to do this event a few times to figure it out and then once you do it you can get better at at least in the arcade now how did you do at this particular event at the on the archery yeah um i when i was able to i i probably passed it uh twice which is you know more than i did the uh the other event uh, the uh, the long horse. I thought it was much easier than the long horse, and it was also more fair. Like when I failed this event, I knew why I failed it. Versus the long horse, whenever I passed it, I it was like I did the exact same thing I did before. For just for whatever reason, I got above the. You do. I do feel like this game is too difficult. I feel like on the first loop round, you should be able to pass all the events fairly easily. And, uh, you know, that's true with some of them, but definitely not the long horse or the archery. And the funny thing is, in the arcade, the archery is my favorite event. Mm-hmm. Does, so, I mean, is the is the perspective different yeah, in the arcade? Yeah, it's pretty good. No, no, this is about the same. Okay. It's not bad. Uh, and again, I, th- I, I didn't feel, I was frustrated because I had so much trouble getting past the long horse, but I just didn't get enough chances to, on this event to get any momentum yeah and so there's that so you know what would what would have really helped this game actually you know what we'll talk about that at the end okay Go ahead. The next up on the docket triple jump mm-hmm. your hippie is, i believe is back in this one and you and <laughs> i love watching he looks the guy. like jim croce he, I, that's who he looks like 
That's exactly right. And and it looks like he, the way he jumps, what is, I find highly amusing in this event. He looks real weird. He's a stiff individual. You know, I, I've seen the triple jump in, you know, the, of course, the, the, the big reason why the triple jump is done like this is because real life triple jumps are so fast. Yeah. It's, it's, and in this one, they really stretch out the, the jumping motion. Yeah, if you had to do it in real time, like a, you would, you'd be screwed. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, this one, you jump, jump, then jump again. Mm-hmm. And then that's, and that's your score. This one I had no problems with. It was a very easy event. Yeah. Th- I hear that. I've heard that. I, get, I didn't get this far. So mm-hmm. we're now we're in uncharted waters. So the last event is the, and this is wacky in the arcade too. It's not one of my favorite events, the weightlifting event. So uh, you uh, smash the run buttons, and then uh, you have to, once you get the weight going, it, it, since you got to play this person, and I didn't get it, what, explain how it went. Well, I could never figure out exactly what I was supposed to be doing, and the event actually takes so long to complete, or at least I was doing it so wrong, that I just gave up immediately. Did you get tired? I got tired. Yeah. Um, the What you do is you, you, you waggle, and as you waggle, you lift the weight, okay? And you see there's a gauge on the left side of the screen that slowly ticks down. And you basically, I guess you just have to waggle until that, until it, until it ends. Um, but when I got to this, I mean, I'm talking about this lasts more than a minute. Well, you have time. to, you have, you have to balance the weight. This is another. This Vince is gonna be hard to do mm-hmm. in joystick. Yeah, I, I just didn't know what to do, and so that that was probably my my biggest my biggest problem with this event. But I, like I said, I did the, in, in in this event. You also get to pick your weight class, which yeah. I thought was strange. Yeah. And so, um, but you only need to pass the easiest weight class to pass. So that was the one that I picked. Um, but I, I did not progress past the weight lift. Yeah, I don't like this in the arcade, and I didn't play it here, but I, I looked at it. It looks yeah, it looks okay. So along those lines, uh, having gone through all the events, and I, I had to go and watch and play through to see all the events. How did you? How do you scope? How do you think this shapes up to the arcade, or and or since you haven't played the arcade that much in general? What did you think about this title? Well, it's it's really a game of highs and lows. The events that I liked, I really liked. Um, you know, this game has a larger variety of events than track and field in that most of the track and field events are all track-based things. You're running along a track, you're either doing hurdles or you're throwing a javelin at the end or something like that, versus this introduces you know, something like skeet shooting, which is totally not you know a track-based event at all. Um, but... Is this game as fun as track and field? Boy, the 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 events that are frustrating are just so frustrating that mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I I'm really eager to try the Spectrum version of track and field just to see how it how it compares. I'm most familiar with the Atari 8-bit version. I uh, I think I think this is an admirable attempt. I'm not going to kill this game because I think they did a pretty good job. But but I, what I will kill is I think the, the part of the problem is the is the actual arcade game is flawed and in flawed i mean it's just not as they took like the crappy events that didn't come in track and field track and field has got your money events you got your high jump you've got your javelin you've got your hurdles mm-hmm. you've got the hammer throw this tried to go a little bit outside that box and i don't think it was that successful i mean uh if you want my opinion the uh for example the vault in summer games is better you know, a lot of events in summer games are better than these, mm-hmm. in my opinion. 
uh, and more interesting too. Now there were no the 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 Epic's game series of games. These were these were console and computer releases only. There were never any arcade right. versions. No, right? there weren't. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like I think World Games has weightlifting. I mean, you some of these events are featured in other stuff. Swimming, mm-hmm. you know. Now what what would you what would you say your favorite games uh, game is or the game of this type? I, it's hard to I'd have to set because there are, there were newer ones really that were really good. But I mean of the of the class mm-hmm. of this era, track and field's tough to beat. Uh, but uh, you know, Summer Games was good. And you know, Summer Games too, Winter Games, those those are all good titles. California Games, which are getting outside the box a little bit. I didn't really. I thought they were all fairly equal. Where would you put something like Combat School in this? I didn't play that much of that. Really? Yeah. So that's not when I got. To, I played that much. That was another. That was another Konami game. You yeah. Know, Konami released a ton of these things, and uh, it's that's what Brent, your brother, introduced me to it. Uh, I really like it. You know, I, I I think that the shooting is very fun in that game, and it's basically yeah. like a basic training yeah, mini yeah. game game. Um, you know, but this game, all that said, I thought it was okay. Uh, I. I I think the reasons I couldn't do well at some of the events just on the basis that I just wasn't very good, uh, and uh, uh, I think eventually it could get better. I mean, but I've, I've heard weightlifting is extremely difficult for anybody. I have heard that, uh, and of course the problem is now that I know how to cheat it at the trap shooting, it's no fun. Right. <laughs> so that's out. Right. You know, and I can't get past. Well, the you could you could always era. just not cheat. No, you gotta cheat. Although even without cheating, I could crush that event as you saw. So. But overall, I thought I thought it was you know it was okay. Um, the foot now, some of the particulars about this, uh, the uh, this game uh, was the biggest. I don't and maybe someone can clue us in what this means. This game was the biggest selling Spectrum game of the month in the Gallup charts. Have you ever heard of these charts? I so think for it's, it's, at least one month, this mm-hmm. game got a lot of dap. And uh, this the Spectrum version of this game was voted the 59th best uh, uh, game of all time on the Your Sinclair official top 100 games of all time list. Pretty high. Yeah. So, uh, you know, of course, we've played, what, three or four games now, so it's too early to say. And I, I don't think it's a bad game. I just don't think... I think it, this game wasn't super great in the arcade. Right. My brother would disagree. He's probably screaming at the at the screen right now. Um, so, I looked some reviews on this. And man, the good thing about the Spectrum is like there were 400 billion magazines supporting mm-hmm. this. We didn't get any of this back over here. So, just to touch on a few of these, Crash gave this an 8.85. Sinclair User gave it a 7.85. Uh, Your Spectrum gave it a 9.85. Pretty high scores. Uh, the people over at World of Spectrum gave this a 7.97. So, you're looking at that, you're in that. Uh, high C, low B area there. Yeah. Uh, which I would probably say, yeah, that's about right. I mean, the gameplay's fine. That's the funny thing. I mean, once you know what you're doing and you get better, I think it's a place fine. It's not the prettiest game I ever saw, but I mean, I thought it was... I will say there's a there's a noise you make when you... Like, I, the one I heard a lot on the uh, on the skeet shoot of this crowd noise. <laughs> that's no good. It's sort of like a combination of like a car crash slowed down and a toilet flushing. It is an, ab- those, it is an abrasive things. noise. <laughs> right. You know? Um, you know, uh, we got one review from our, um, our uh, Discord server 
Uh, Chris Folds says, uh, a cracking conversion of the arcade classic. A little easy, he says. Wow. Uh, that makes people like a dummy. Lack of events ultimately kill its longevity, but one you keep coming back to for a quick bash on. 7.5 out of 10. Okay. That's that's about what that's that's about what it's been getting. And uh, from the chat, uh, Pixels of Dawn says the Gallup charts were the weekly UK uh, games charts by sales. Wow, I wish we had that. We never seen any of that stuff. Now, did you give a look on eBay to see? Oh, I did actually. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, there were a few copies on eBay. Let me dig them back up here. You know, the a good thing about uh, these speculators when you find them, they're cheap. So uh, the tape and the case. I saw these going for four bucks in the UK and nine bucks in Spain. Oh. So cheaperoo, cheaperoo. That's US bucks, by the way. Now, our community question this week, Aaron, All right. is what is your favorite Spectrum multi-games game? Okay. Because I know that they all came out on the Spectrum, too. Good. We could use some help, some yeah. hints. Yeah, because we, we we both love the games games. Yeah. And so uh, let us know which ones had the best conversions on the we Spectrum. We love aquatic games. Mm-hmm. We love, uh, uh, what was the circus one that we... Uh, oh, um, oh, boy, you asked me too quick. I can't remember. <laughs> you what know, the, on the Amiga, we mm-hmm. like that one. So there's 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 a... We like... I pretty much like... Oh, oh uh, it's Caveman a, Games. Yeah. like that one. It was like... Hard Hat Harry's Big no. Top of Fun yeah, or was, something yeah, like that. No, it wasn't Hard Hat Harry. That's a whole other game. <laughs> God. Um, but anyway, uh, as we close up the show, I just want to thank you all for listening and remind everybody that we tape the show live every Friday. Uh, you can come join us on YouTube. Um, you can just like the fine folks that are in there right now, like Pixels at Dawn, Stefano Pavone, Will Williams, Henrik Anderson. Uh, Graham Vebke, Necronom, Lobsterminator um, X, Matthew Perron, Andy Davis, so Pac Billy. Uh, thanks everybody for uh, turning up and watching us live. Of course, we, you know it's also available after the fact in both audio and YouTube forms. If you are wanting to subscribe to this in audio form, you can go to OurSinclair.com or you can just find us on iTunes or Stitcher or however you get your podcasts. We're everywhere. Um, if you like this show and you want to support us, you can go over to Patreon and go to patreon.com slash Sinclair. There's a bevy of uh, great rewards for you to avail yourself of uh, if you want to support the show. Um, you can uh, give us any feedback you have at feedback at OurSinclair.com. So, um, Aaron, I want to thank our people that already support us. All right. Frodo NL, THT. Pixels at Dawn, Chris Folds, Paul Harrington, and Christopher Hassel. And I just realized it's actually not THT. It's taped from the crypt. THT's another guy. <laughs> well so, done. Got that wrong last episode. Got it wrong this episode. Good thing tapes is easy going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Aaron, next week, we're going to take a look at a game chosen for us by our Clive's Club Patreon supporters. We're going to take a look at the another arcade title. All right. This is Chase HQ. I have heard so much about this over the years. This one has got this is this is widely regarded as one of the best arcade conversions ever on the spectrum. Both worth checking out in its 48k and 128k incarnation. Yeah, we're going to check, we're going to look at both of them. We're going to look at both of them. All right, outstanding. All right, guys. That sounds great. We will see you next week. Keep on playing the spectrum and until then, rewind tape and press play.